0: Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Joe McCall here. And I've got a special short little uh, lesson for you all um, and I'm gonna show you how to make a cash offer in five minutes or less. So I'm actually coming at you live right now on the YouTubes and the Facebooks. And I'm doing this live. I always do it live because it's just easier to do a live flaws and all, so that you know I could do an edited video in advance and then edit it and polish it and remove my mistakes and all that. But I think maybe most people would rather see genuine, maybe. I don't know, right? So I'm glad you're here anyway. Um, uh, we're going to be doing um. Hey, Melissa, what's going on? Melissa's in the house. And Adam, see, this is live. What's going on, guys? All right, so I'm gonna do a quick little video talking about making cash offers. And this week, Gavin and I, on December 15th and the 16th, we are doing a one-offer challenge. Guys, you're just one offer away from maybe changing your life forever. And if you go sign up right now at theofferchallenge.com, theofferchallenge.com. It's completely free and we're going to be teaching you how to make cash offers, lease option offers, owner financing offers, subject to offers, all for free. Why are we doing this? Well, a lot of reasons, but we love teaching this stuff. I love talking about it and I'm just going to demonstrate it right now for you all so you can see how easy it is to make simple offers. All right. So guys, a lot of people are here. Scott, what's in the house? Graylin, my man. How are you doing, Graylin? All right. So uh, are you guys ready to see this? I've got something opened up here. I got a window uh, open on Zillow and I'm going to show you how I look for deals and how I make really fast cash offers. I think it's going to be cool. It's going to blow you away. Now I didn't uh, let me remove some of my banners here and hopefully share the right screen and uh, boom, boom. There you go. You see that? Oh, it's working. Nice. All right, so this is Zillow. I went into Zillow. I went into, let me make this a little bigger there. I went into Zillow to the St. Louis area and I looked for houses under 200 grand. And um, I love keywords. When you're looking for houses in Zillow, there's a lot of different keywords that you can search. You can search search for like motivated. Uh, Let me move this other thing hiding behind there. There. Boom, motivated. I have 20 MLS listings, five for sale by owner listings of houses that have the word. Motivated, somewhere in the description. Okay, this one was a price cut of $9,000 September 26th, a while ago. This is Cedar Hill, Missouri, a good area. And if you scroll down here, this is a uh, for sale by owner. And somewhere in here, if you click on read more, sellers are motivated. There you go. So somewhere in there is the word motivated. Cool. Another keyword that I like to look up is um, how about investor? Word investor, like maybe investor special. Look at 96 listings. And I'm, all, I'm only looking at houses here, I'm not looking at multifamilies or anything like that. Um, investor, it could be investor special. I don't know, let's look at this one. Let's get something a little closer here. Fluorescent 125. Just scroll down. Like, just looking at the pictures, this is uh, probably only a deal that an investor would wanna buy, not a retail buyer typically. Needs some updating cosmetics. Great for owner, occupant or investor needs some TLC and updating, by the way, two other really good keywords, TLC and updating, but priced well below market value. Well, if that's the case, then this shouldn't be on the market very long. And if you scroll around here, I I don't see it right here, but you can look to see, well, how long has it been on the market? And if it is priced well, then it probably wouldn't still be on the market, right? So, um. Let's just look at this house. Actually, let's make an offer on this house. They're asking $125 for this property. It's MLS. Oh, it's, here it is. It's been listed two days. So maybe it is a good deal. Um, it's still on the market. Maybe it has a bunch of pending offers. I don't know. But let's say we're looking at this property and we like to, we're going to make an offer on it. I typically like, to, if it's a listed property, I typically like to make offers after it's been on the market for at least 30 days, right? Because then if the sellers had some time to cook, they realized, ah, oh, you know what? We were being a little too aggressive with our price. We need to lower it. So, excuse me, what I like to do, let's copy this. Let's put it in PropStream. Let's just see who owns it. By the way, this is going to take me longer than five minutes because I'm explaining and teaching as we go through this. This is owned by somebody that's owned it for uh, 13 years and 10 months. Oh, I like this. It's a private owner. Uh, it's not an LLC. And uh, if you go to linked properties, he only owns one property and it looks like this house is free and clear. So I don't know. It says owner, okay, non-owner occupied. So yeah, he lives, um, does not live at this house. Maybe he used to live in it. All right. So the other thing I'd like to do is I like to take this address and copy and paste it into Redfin. Why Redfin? I'll show you why here. And I'm going to go through this fast, but we're going to slow this down and explain it in a lot better detail in the free challenge that we're doing which is where theofferchallenge.com, it's completely free too, by the way, did I mention that? All right, so this is a three bedroom, two bath, 1,635 square feet. All right, Uh, expected to sell soon. Great for owner, occupant or investor, needs some TLC and updating. What I like to do here is I like to click on the map, click on nearby homes for sale. And what that does is it puts that house right in the center of the map. And so I can zoom out. To see what else is listed for sale in the area. Not a lot. Zoom out again. Wow, not a lot. Zoom out again. There we got some properties listed for sale. I sort this by price, and uh, let's go make sure it's house only right here. All right, there are six homes for sale. This one's 95. This one's 124, 125. Okay, so they're asking 125 for this house, right? Okay. Now I'm also thinking if I buy this, if I, my goal is to wholesale this thing. So if I buy it, I'm gonna have to resell it for obviously less than what the current market value, what they're currently asking for, else it's not gonna be a good deal, right? This has only been on the market for three days. I probably should have picked a better example. Maybe I'll pick a better one here after this one, but let's just see what you do here. All right, so looking at this house, um, again, that house is in the center of this map. It's in the center of the map. If I go here to all filters, I'm going to take for sale off, turn sold on, because I want to look at sold comps. And let's look at the past six months. There's 92 homes here. That's a lot. So I'm going to zoom in. I'm going to sort this table by price. I'm kind of all over the board here, but look, at I'm getting 60, 67, 75. Hmm. So we could do a few more filters here. Let's do square feet. The house was 1,600 square feet, right? What if we did, you know, I don't know, 1,250 to 1,750? Or let's do actually... 1,500 to 2,000 square feet. And I only have three, five. Let's do 1,250 to 2,000. I wanna get where I'm looking at you know, pretty good number here. And I can, again, I can remove some of these, but it was a three bedroom. See, like I'm looking here and I've sorted this table by price, square footage. And here's the magic formula that I like to use. When, this is one of the two or three different methods I use to make cash offers. Real simple. Let me zoom in on this spreadsheet here. I just wrote this up. I have a calculator that does this and a software, but this is a simpler way. It's like you take the average of the lowest three or four and you multiply it by 80%. That's it. The average of the lowest three or four multiplied by 80%. Um, now, these are smaller homes. Just looking at the pictures. These are condominiums as well. 75, 85. So I'm going to take some of these out. There's no pictures on that one. Here's one. That's a good comp. 117. Let's zoom out a little bit more. These are sold, you remember, right? You go back to all filters. I'm going to do 1,500 to 2,000 square feet. And if you want more, you can always go to filters and say last 12 months. Now I have 45. Let's zoom back in again. That house is still in the center of that map. Sort this table by price. All right, they got 110,000 here, 135, 149, 160. Let me write these down here. Again, this is just the quick and dirty way to make offers. Okay, I'm gonna go here to the spreadsheet 110, have 117, 135, one for 149. If I take the average of those times 80%, I'm looking at 102,200. All right, just quick and dirty, that would be probably what I would wanna offer for that house. They're asking 125. All right. Now I have a sneaky feeling I mean this that is a that's not a bad price for somebody that's going to buy it and hold it for themselves. This property would rent for about 1100 I'm going to guess, 1200 maybe. Estimated rents did I miss it? Sometimes Zillow tells you the estimated rent and I don't see it here. Why is that? The estimate's not available for the home. So you could go look at Rent-O-Meter, for example, sometimes PropStream will give you an estimated rent. Yeah, 1100 right there. All right. So just quick and dirty, putting in some of the lowest comps times 80%, 102,000. Feel good about that. The other thing you could do is looking at this, sort it the other way from high to low and see, all right, if I were to fix this house up, what would I sell it for? And look for a good similar comp. And this might be a good one right here. It's 1,600 square feet, three bedroom, two bath, sold for 198,500. And this looks really nice inside. So I might base my comp on that. And so that's another method for coming up with a cash offer. You take the estimated repa- the um, after repair value times 70% minus repairs, and that would be an offer. So just kind of looking here at some of these that have been fixed up in that neighborhood. Some of them are a little bigger. Yeah, you know, maybe I could sell it for 180. And this is one of the things we'll talk about more in the offer challenge. If I were to sell it, let's say 190. Okay. And I take a calculator and I know you can't see this right now. If I take uh, 190 times 0.7, that's 133. And on that house, I'm just going to probably need about 30 grand in repairs. 103,000, I want to make a $10,000 wholesale fee. I would offer about 93,000. So one method I would offer 93, one method I would offer 102. Um, but you got to think about, all right, so if I if I make an offer for 102, I'm going to have to sell it for 112. Am I going to be able to sell it for 112? Well, if you take sold off, turn sale on, and I'm going to remove... This criteria here. If I buy it for one or two, can I sell it for one twelve? And I'm gonna zoom out a little bit. These are the current homes that are listed for sale. This is my competition right here. This one for ninety five, but it's a two bedroom small dinky house. That's not really my competition. Here's something that might be my competition for one twenty four. Yeah. See how much work that needs to be done. Looks nice. So I think I got a pretty good deal there, right? Who knows? They may sell this thing pretty quickly. But if I were to make a cash offer, I would make a cash offer for about a hundred and two thousand. Okay, it doesn't matter if it's listed. No, it doesn't. Let me show you one other property that I was looking at because I think this one, other one, this would be a good example. Um, let's do a search for the word tenant. This is a property that has the word tenant. What does that mean? It means that a tenant probably lives in the house. So they're saying, you know, um, you can't view it um, with with the tenant in there. Or um, let me give you an example here. Here's one I was looking at earlier. They're asking one eighty nine nine for this property. It's been on Zillow for 27 days and it says tenant occupied home and there's no interior photos. All right, so this is a rental property. Does say newly renovated kitchen, newer roof, updated flooring, only two years old, no sign in the yard. Please do not serve the tenants. The owner is a licensed agent. So the owner wants to sell this house, but a retail buyer, you know, chances of a retail buyer buying this really slim. So is this a good price? I don't think so. If we were to look at this address right here, let me copy it. I'm going to put it in Redfin. It's a great part of town. I like this. It's uh, 1,025 square feet, three bedroom, two bath. They're asking, see the Redfin estimate is 143. That's one um, uh, warning signal, right? If we click on this, map nearby homes for sale. It puts that house right in the center of the map. I'm going to go to filters. I want house only. And let's do... um, one let's do square foot, 750 to 1250. It's right in the middle of that. And let's take for sale off, sold on. Let's do last year. Click the red button. There's 19 homes for here, in here. If I sort this table by price from low to high, you can see in this neighborhood right here, there's a house that sold in the last year, similar size for 76, 99, 115, 119, 125. If you wanted more, you could zoom out a little bit. Now I've got a bunch more right here, okay? So now looking at this, 76,725, 83,500, 99,900, 115, and 119,900, okay? So cash offer method two, let's do this. Let's copy this. Let's paste there. Just making myself more room. Five, so I think like this average of the Five. Okay, let's go up here. We've got 76,725, 83,500, 99,900, 115, and 119,900. Gives us an average of 99,000 times 80%, cash offer of 79,204. What are you smoking, Joe McCall? This guy's asking 189,900. Well, let's look this guy up. Let's look him up in PropStream here. By the way, if you don't have PropStream, you should get PropStreamJoe.com. I use it every single day. It helps me get great information on properties like this. So on this property, you can see it's owned by Alexander McKay. He lives in St. Peter's, which is about a half hour away from this. Um, oh, look, there's a lien on the property. A couple, three, four years ago, he's got his unpaid sewer. It's probably been taken care of. Um, was listed before for 139 back in 2020. But he's owned this thing for 15 years. So he didn't sell it. Very interesting. It failed. If you click on linked properties, you see he's owns this person owns six different properties and you can kind of see where they are. One's in California. Maybe that's where he lives. St. Peter's, Florissant. Okay. I know this is really small. It's hard for you to see, but he's got some equity, open loans of about 318. He's got about 936,000 equity. So his motivation maybe isn't that great. And this lien was probably from the tenant. So the interesting thing about liens here in St. Louis, if it's an unpaid sewer lien, it attaches to the property. And so the owner ultimately becomes responsible for it. But if the tenant is not paying their sewer bill and this $753, that's, that's a probably six to 12 months of unpaid sewer bills. Are they actually even paying the rent? Maybe the seller is getting motivated. They're getting tired of this property. All right. Um, so you're looking at this though. And, um, They've they've owned it for 15 years. It's free and clear. He's asking $189 for it. But just looking here at comps on Redfin, man, he's stretching it, isn't he? This $189 might work if it was fixed up. So what are you going to do? Are you going to make him a cash offer? I would make him a cash offer for $79,000 and be prepared to uh, get laughed at, right? Let's take a look at actives as well. Take sold off, sold for sale on. And I'm going to remove the square feet filter. It's only one home for sale. Let's zoom out again. This is maybe why he's asking so much for it. But then again, look at this. So this is something I'm going to call him about and ask him. I said, well, why would I want to buy your house when I can buy this one for 100,000, this one for 155? Um, this one is nice, doesn't need any work coming soon for less, 155. I think the seller, um, yeah, look at this house. Really nice, good shape. They're asking 155 for it real similar size. Well, even It's even bigger, actually. So this seller is not maybe that motivated to sell or it's just kind of testing the waters. But regardless, I'm going to give the guy a call and say, hey, listen, tell me about this house. Why do you think it hasn't sold yet? You know, if I was going to make a cash offer, it's going to be somewhere around the seventy-nine, eighty dollars $80,000 mark. Is that going to work for you or probably not? I know it's probably offensive, right? All right, see what he says. But then... Now, maybe I can offer him more if he would consider something like seller financing or lease purchase or something creative. Do you see what I'm saying? All right, I hope you do. Let me see if there's any comments or questions about what I'm talking about here. Graylin living the dream. Penny's asking, I'm having a problem putting in offers on newer, fresh listings. I keep getting outbid for over asking. That's kind of why I like looking at properties that have been on the market, Penny, for longer than 30, 60 days, okay? So if I go in here to Zillow, I mean Redfin, rather. If I go into Redfin and I'm looking in the St. Louis market, there are. Let me remove all of the filters here. Can I reset all? So I just removed all the filters. Okay, there are 300 and no, 4,500 homes for sale about there, right? If I go here to all filters and I go to time on Redfin more than 60 days, and let's maybe put a max price on here of uh, 250 houses only. And let's remove new construction because sometimes new construction has been on here for a long time. Built before 2020, 484 homes that have been on the market over 60 days. Let's go here to more than 90 days. All right, here we go. It's 299 homes. So, Penny, you're asking about having a problem putting on offers on fresh listings, new listings. Then don't go to older listings like this and look for properties. Now, this is sorted by price. Maybe we can. Uh, Oops. Let's set a price from 50 to 250. I don't know what these little things are here, but like looking at some of these houses, why haven't they sold yet? They're overpriced, they need too much work. Let's scroll down here to page 4. These are nice homes. My goodness, I would love to have this kind of a house as a owner financing lease purchase. This is going to need cuz yeah, wood paneling. This is going to need a lot of work. It's a great house in a good area. It hasn't sold yet because It needs too much updating. Only an investor would buy this. It's been on the market for 140 days. This is a great neighborhood. Look at that house. Isn't that, that house exterior would sell really, really well. Um, Price drop, 5K. Let's look at the keywords here, see if there's any keywords. No. So I would call the agent up and say, what's going on? Why do you think this thing hasn't sold yet? Looking at this property in the area, uh, zoom out to see where it is. Yeah, that's a really, really good area. Look at street view. Call the agent up and find out why it hasn't this house sold yet? Now it is close to gas station, little drawback there, back close to a busy street, but find out, you know, what's going on. Um, is the seller negotiable on their price? And if I could get the seller closer to what they wanted, would they consider something like seller financing? Or would they consider uh lease purchase? Would they consider uh carrying back some short-term financing is the way you could put it. So look, they're asking one fifteen. What if we went here and uh Did map nearby homes for sale and went to filters, sale off, sold on last year. Here, I got to move this thing. Here's 42 homes that have sold in the last year. Sort this table by price. This is why it hasn't sold yet, right? There's a lot of houses um, right in that neighborhood that have sold for a lot less. All right. there's too many, you can zoom in. You know what? This screen needs to refresh. Here we go. Yeah, you can kind of see this one here sold for 88. All right, so that in a nutshell is, let me go back here, how you make cash offers. Now, I know it took me a lot longer than five minutes, but you see what I'm saying, because I did two offers, I was explaining a lot of things. Um, hope that understand uh, makes sense. Octavian, Octavian, what's going on? Uh, Chris, yes, you will find this video on my YouTube channel. And just join the uh, live challenge we're doing called the Offer Challenge, December 15th and 16th. Are we considering condition when looking at sold comps? Yes and no, depending on the method. And we'll teach a lot of this in the Offer Challenge. But when I'm making an offer on a property that needs a lot of work and needs updating, that's gonna, you can use two different methods for that. Um, The average of the lowest four or fives solds times 80% or ARV times 70% minus repairs minus your wholesale fee. If it's a property that's clean, doesn't need any updating, that's another story. Um, It just depends. We're going to talk about all the different ways and scenarios you can make users make offers on that. What's up, Chris Todd? What software are you doing? I'm going to be talking about my automated offer pro software in the challenge. Hi, Sharon. Thank you for the kind words. Appreciate it. Okay, guys, listen. If you're interested, join this free challenge right now at theofferchallenge.com. We're doing this. In the evening, uh, October 15th and 16th, 8 p.m. Eastern, we're going to be looking at a lot of different properties. And if you have a property you want us to make an offer on, we're going to do that. So if you've got a property you're looking at, a lead you just got and you want some help making an offer, we're going to do that live in the challenge. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is completely free. And uh, we're going you're going to get more value out of this challenge than some people spend hundreds of th- or if not thousands of dollars on. It's going to be completely free. Yes, we're going to make you a real simple offer at the end of the challenge, um, and I'll tell you a little bit about it right now if you're interested. We're we're wanting to – there's a couple things here. We're wanting to do more deals. We have a coaching program, and we believe that the, the students that have the most success in our program are the ones that are the most accountable. We hold them accountable to the important things that they're going to be um, – that they need to be focused on to have results and to make money. And so, one of the things that we're going to be making an offer on is an accountability program um, where, if you for, for a month, if you make the, the number of offers that um, we'll talk about, uh, you'll get a refund for your entire investment in that program. So, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but here's the thing if you're not making offers, you're not making money. Does that make sense? And your speed to income is directly proportional to the number of offers that you make. And one of the biggest problems we see people making is overanalyzing their deals, spending way too much time. Uh, coming up with offers. It should just be really, really simple and easy and fast to make offers. And you need to be making three to five offers a day. And if that sounds overwhelming to you, you shouldn't be. It should be actually really, really easy. You shouldn't be spending more than five minutes, 10 minutes max coming up with an offer. Don't worry about getting it just right. If it's wrong, you can always renegotiate with the seller. You can cancel the contract. Um, And if it's too low, well, it's better to be too low than it is to be too high, right? So All right, go to theofferchallenge.com. We'll see you guys soon. Hope you got a little bit of value out of that, but um, yeah, we'll see you guys. Take care, everybody. Oh, we got more comments here real quick. I love the comments here. Um, Okay, good, ready to go. Looking forward to Wednesday night. My time, 7 p.m. Central. Yes, so it's 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Pacific, and it'll be done in a Facebook group. So if you can't make it live that evening, you can watch the videos the next day. In the Facebook group, all right, Uh, Penny, are you actively wholesaling in St. Louis? I'm trying to invest in that market and would love to be on your buyer's list. Penny, yes and no. I'm not actively marketing right now in St. Louis, but I will find deals. I'll co-wholesale them with other investor friends that I have. Um, If you've got a deal, definitely add me to your buyer's list. And um, if it's something that I don't want to buy, I have five or ten other guys and ladies that I know are buying right now, so definitely you can work something out. Um, Is this offer challenge applicable to small multifamily? Definitely 100%, right? Um, The whole thing that we're trying to show in this offer challenge is keep it super simple. So look for um, what what other small multifamilies have sold for and offer 10 grand less. Or find the buyers who are looking for small multifamilies, find out what they would pay, and then offer 10 grand less. Cool? Bridget, you're welcome. Chris never mind I found it later's <laughs> later's all right guys we'll see you soon at the theofferchallenge.com. the bye bye everybody